to business. I got my wild cherry diet Pepsi, and uh, I got my blackjack gum here, and I got that feeling. Mm. Yeah, that familiar feeling that something rank is going down out there. I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown, I amuse you, I make you laugh, I'm here to fucking amuse you. How the fuck am I funny? What the fuck is so funny about me? Tell me. Tell me what's funny. Don't shake hands. Brothers gotta hug. Come out to the coast. We'll get together. Have a few laughs. you. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. You ever seen a grown man naked? Folks, that's right. As you just heard by the song, uh, that is going to be the movie I'm going to be talking about tonight. It is Trespass from uh, 1992. Um, God, I uh, turned it on. It was on either Tubi or Pluto um, a few weeks ago, and it, it, it as actually it was on until the beginning of last this month, uh, July. Um, but uh, I uh, I turned it on. I started watching it, and I'm like, God damn, I forgot what a fucking great, great movie this was. It really was a really good movie. And I had just forgotten how good of a movie Trespass was. So I decided to go ahead and talk about it tonight since, like I said, I haven't watched it in a while. I decided to go ahead and turn it on, and damn, it is a fucking good movie. Now, I know I'm starting a little bit early, 
but I had some time to kill, and I was kind of excited to start this movie because I really want to talk about this movie. Um, I'm going to get into a few things. Obviously, I'm going to talk a little bit about the soundtrack of the movie, but um, I'm going to get into, uh, first of all, why don't we just, I, I'm, it's not a long movie, but I'm kind of wanting to get going tonight. Like I said, I'm excited. So, all right. So why don't we do this? Let's start with um, what, this movie, Trespass. I don't know if you've ever seen this movie, Trespass. Uh, we've got Bill Paxton. We've got Ice Cube. We've got William Sadler. We've got Ice T uh, and many others. Um, if you were, a, if you watched a movie in the '90s, it probably had Bill Paxton in it. Uh, <laughs> and I am not kidding. Bill Paxton has an absolutely incredible career. The guy has been in so many fucking movies. Um, I mean, just like literally in the nineties, I think every month the guy was in one, two, possibly even three movies. He was just uh, unbelievable out of this world. Obviously he passed away in 2017. Um, but I mean, movies like Twister, I mean, you, and not only was he just in movies in the nineties, he was in blockbuster movies of the 1990s. Um, I mean, just here let's just even go back and talk about just let's just start in the 90s he was in navy seals might not have been the biggest movie but it did get a lot of talk next of kin from 1989 we'll start right there next of kin 1989 navy seals predator 2 not the greatest movie in the world i enjoyed predator 2 uh we had danny glover uh gary Busey. i mean gary Busey. anything with gary Busey is worth a watch, in my opinion. Uh, Did Trespass, this was 1992. And then if you keep going, Tombstone, True Lies, uh, Apollo 13, Twister, Titanic, uh, uh, U571. Some bitch was on an episode of fucking SmackDown. I don't know if you knew that. He was on an episode of SmackDown in 2000. Uh, Frailty, um... You know, and I mean, this is just the 90s we're talking about. Those were some blockbuster goddamn movies. And Bill Paxton uh, was definitely a part of some of of a lot of those movies and why they were um, pretty successful. But I mean, 99 credits to his name before he passed away in 2017. And even up to 2017 was still doing the Training Day uh, TV series, obviously based on the movie Training Day. Um, so we've got Bill Paxton, definitely wanted to talk about him. Um, and we're going to keep going a little bit. I'm actually going to jump right into some of the, uh, right. You know what? Let's get into the director of this movie might explain why I like this movie so much. When I start going over some of the movies he has, uh, produced, written, directed, Uh, Let's just start with one of my favorites and the first movie he ever produced. He was the producer for The Warriors. (laughs) You guys, anyone who listens to the show knows that I love that movie. Absolutely love that movie. Uh, He was producer for Alien, uh, Aliens, Red Heat. If you never saw Red Heat, that was with James uh, James Belushi and Schwarzenegger. Great movie. Uh, he's done the Tales from the Crypt. He's done the Borde- Tales from the Crypt Bordello of Blood. 
many movies that I appreciate. He's also written many movies uh, that you've, I mean, he's 48 Hours is an, a great movie. Streets of Fire, I've actually spoke, talked about Streets of Fire when we talked about uh, Michael Pere, um and The Warriors because the girl who played Mercy in The Warriors was also in Streets of Fire. So there's a little bit of a tie-in with a lot of uh, his actors and even this movie right here. So, but he was also director for a ton of movies. Obviously, this movie, Streets of Fire, The Warriors. He was director for that movie, um, Crossroads. You know, this is a movie I actually just watched the other day, Crossroads. It's Ralph Macchio, um, Joe Seneca, and a girl named Jamie Gertz. It's a really good movie about a blues guy. Uh, Ralph Macchio plays a, a, a blues music lover. And he's searching for a lost song by a blues artist. It's a really good movie. Uh, not to be confused with the one, the crossroads with Britney Spears. No, 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 no. Go all the way back to 1986. Um, and a movie I've talked about before, Last Man Standing. Uh, he was also the writer for that movie. Um, Walter Hill, writer for that movie right there. Once again, it, uh, I talked about it when I talked about David Patrick Kelly from The Warriors. Um, talked about this movie from them. He was also another actor from The Warriors with Bruce Willis, Bruce Dern, uh, William Sanderson. Another great movie. Um, like I said, it's kind of a movie built back in the olden days, but they're using automatic weapons. It's kind of a strange movie. Semi-automatic. But um, anyway, that is the director for this movie. Um, and if we, I'm going to get into the writers for this movie a little bit because the director is important, but the writers are also important for this movie. We have Bob Gale, uh, known for Back to the Future, Back to the Future Part Two, Back to the Future Part Three, and so many more. But the uh, Tales from the Crypt, the, again, Bordello of Blood. You're going to really get pretty much all the movies I mentioned with Hill were by this were also uh, produced by these guys also. So, you know, 1941, uh, Back to the Future, used cars. If you never saw that movie, that's a pretty funny movie. Uh, funny and sad at the same time. But um, a lot of the movies, these guys have all worked together. Robert Zemeckis, obviously, another one known for some very, very big movies. Contact, Back to the Futures, um, and just worked on a lot of these. Uh, Real Steel, uh, you guys all probably saw that one. Um with, uh, what's his name, Hugh Jackman, and that little kid where they were doing the robot thing. Not a, not a bad movie. But uh, once again, Tales from the Crypt. We got uh, a bunch of movies on here. Used Death Becomes Her was a good one. Um, but those are the two guys, so it was just kind of weird how it all came together, and it looks like they're kind of used the same characters throughout uh, their, uh, their little Johnson movies here, or at least kind of go back to the same kind of characters so now what I'm planning to do is go through every the actors as we get to the actors because they're kind of it's it's going to be easier to do it that way easier for me easier for my computer <laughs> and easier for all the tabs that I'm going to have open if I start going through the actors any other way but um you know it, it's it's Basically, when Walter Hill said uh, started talking about this film, he said he wanted to make a down-and-dirty thriller. He wanted it to shoot it fast, hard style. He wanted it off the cuff. 
and he thought this was the film to do it with. Um, so there you go. Now, a lot of this movie takes place in an abandoned warehouse. It's not really abandoned. It was in Memphis. It was a uh, brewery. Uh, actually, it is abandoned. I'm sorry. Uh, and it was something called Goldcrest 51 Beer. It was actually a beer that was brewed but never actually got out to market. So there you go with that. Uh, and um, here we go. I think we're going to go ahead and uh, once again, we will talk a little bit about the, um, you know you know what, let's get into the soundtrack a little bit. Not going to spend much of the time, but we did have Ice Cube and Ice-T both do a song called Trespass, which I played at the beginning of, uh, of the show right there. You guys heard a little bit of it right there. And um, they both did a song on there also. We had uh, Channeled Zero. Ice-T did another song with uh, Daddy Nitro, Depths of Hell. Sir Mix-A-Lot, I Checks My Bank. That's another one. Uh, Penthouse Players, Click was on here. Explanation of Play a Black Sheep on the Wall. Gangstar, Get Over It. Um, there, This was a pretty big-selling soundtrack. I don't know if anyone knows that, but it really was. It actually was a very well-selling soundtrack. Um, but, uh, the main song that was probably one of the biggest off here was the Ice-T and Ice Cube song together that, uh, was again, just called Trespass. So, um, now there was, now if, as we go through the movie, we're going to notice that the movie is shot. If you've ever seen this movie, you know the movie is shot when and they're recording things, and you can actually see like the black and white recording through the uh, camcorder. Now, Walter Hill said this was his idea. He said he got the idea when he was uh, reading an article from the Washington Post about street gangs who were recording their own activities, as he said. He a quote from him was, I simply saw it as a visual opportunity to play a lot with the movie through a viewfinder. I thought it might get you inside the gang better. I wanted everything to be rough around the edge. We shot most of the movie handheld. I wanted it to be herky-jerky. We dutched a lot of the angles, especially as the story unfolds because the story gets crazier and crazier. We went from a less elegant, the early parts of the movie. There are no handhelds at all. But as the story gets more nervous and crazy, we go more and more to a handheld thing until finally the end of the movie is all entirely handheld. And it is. It's pretty damn cool how it um, how it actually is filmed. Again, he does go through and you do see stuff filmed on the camcorder. And when he says the movie gets crazier and crazier, he's not bullshitting. The movie does. It's like one little thing rolls into another, to another, to another, to another. By the end of the movie, you have a fucking, it's like a snowball. And by the end of it, it's a giant snowball. So, but you'll notice some of this movie is shot like that. Um, so there you go. Now, this film was meant to be released on July 3rd. In 1992, but the filming, the, the, I'm sorry, the release was delayed due to the 1992 LA riots. I think we all know what that was, uh, that was all about. Um, the movie had tested great 
Unfortunately, it just couldn't be put out at that time. Um, they didn't really want to focus on guys with machine guns. Honestly, they didn't want to focus on black guys with machine guns going after white guys because it just would have been the wrong, wrong thing uh, at the time. Um, now, this was also some controversy to this film because... Also, Ice-T had just put out a song with a metal band called Body Count called Cop Killer. Warner Brothers had been asked to remove the song by many, many groups, and obviously they didn't do it. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you the truth. I think it, I like the band. I actually like the song. I actually do. I believe it or not. He's got some pretty good songs on that one album of uh, Body Counts. I think they only have one album. Uh, but... Um, that was another thing, but uh, it was just amazing how, you know, it was supposed to come out. The riots literally tainted the movie, so they decided to not put it out. And uh, they just waited a little while. And uh, But uh, I think it was a smarter idea because what they did is they waited to pull it out, put it out, well, actually pull it out to the holidays. So that's what they did. They waited till all the Christmas time, and this became a holiday movie, to be honest with you. I went and saw this movie at the theaters in 1992. I was still living in North Carolina. I remember going to see this. Like I said, I thought this was a great movie, even back then, but I watched it again, and it really holds up. It really does hold up. So, um, But uh, I really think that um, I think that's about all we really need to get into with this. I'm kind of looking to make sure. Um, a little bit with the casting, uh, Ice-T and Ice Cube were hired on their strength as actors. Um, literally, that's why he hired him. He said he wanted two actors that could carry this movie because some of the other actors in there weren't very well known yet, to be honest with you. And he wanted two, two actors that he felt could carry this movie, the plot of the movie, and be believable as being... I mean, let's be honest, being gangsters. And that's exactly, I mean, they, they, Ice-T was a drug dealer and they were his associates. So that's what this movie is all about. And uh, I really think that we can go ahead and just go ahead and start talking about the movie at this point. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't have much more to get into. I'm just kind of double checking. I didn't forget anything. I'll get into some more as we go. But uh, as of right now, let's go ahead and get into this movie a little bit. Now, we go through, and I said that some of this movie was shot on camcorder. They actually start right away with some camcorder video. Uh, it's a guy named Goose offing another guy, one of their gang, and it's all on video. So we do see that. Now, the first two people we do see after we see Ice-T um, is William, uh, William Sadler and Bill Paxton. Um, they're in, uh, once again, they play two, they're firemen in this movie. And right in the beginning, uh, we get Vince and Don, Bill Paxton as Vince, William Sadler as Don. So there we go right there. Now they go into this building, they're firemen, they're in a burning building and there's a guy in there, they're getting people out of there, but one guy will not leave. He's going through his belongings and there's a fire in the building. They're trying to get the guy out. He won't come out, but once they break in, he points a gun and he tells them to stay back. You know what? Maybe I'll just, 
What the hell? Why don't we just play it? Let me get some volume going for everybody. This should be good enough. Let's play this clip real quick. Shit! Bill! I told from Jesus Christ, I did he just walks into the fire and starts burning himself and burn himself up now we did tell them i did it i stole from jesus fifth floor my apartment my building so they know something is up all right so they after this fire they start going back through uh, you see Bill Paxton writing out the report, and as he's writing out the report, he's going back through everything they were given. But as they're going through it, he starts really looking through, and he starts looking into what's going on, and he starts going through what happened in this place. Well, it turns out there was some sort of vandalism and looting going on. Uh, matter of fact, this is what he finds out. Why don't we just go ahead and, like I said, we're going to get right into this movie. I ain't fucking around tonight. Done. Remember what that old guy said about burning in hell and all? There's envelope here. I've been going through it, filling out the report, and I think I figured out what he meant. It's pretty wild. Morgan Brothers and Company. Eugene DeLong, employee ID card. Eugene DeLong was the old man. Now, read this. St. Louis Herald, February 23rd, 1940. Catholic Church looted and vandalized. Thieves broke into St. Anthony's church last night and made off with a fortune in religious articles, objects most of which were pure gold, were on special exhibit from Europe. It's gold. Solid gold. Sweet Jesus. I think it was old Eugene that robbed this church. Shit. I'd say there ain't no question about it. We just solved a crime, a 50-year-old crime. Wow. That's pretty wild. Hey, Vince. I think our ship just come in. This, my friend, is a treasure map. So they find a treasure map. Oh, we know how the old X marks the spot treasure maps always go in these movies. The same way. Treasure maps always bring trouble. And this movie is absolutely no different. 100% no goddamn different, this movie here. Um... But uh, so here we go here. Um, they do see that they're in a little they go from there from finding the treasure chest. They go to this little country bar. Um, now, I did say I was going to try to do YouTube this week, but I got to be honest. I watched this movie. I saw the soundtrack. I don't want to get flagged on YouTube for playing this soundtrack um, or any kind of songs. It's too good not to review and it's too good to have on YouTube to get flagged so I can't review it on YouTube. So I'd rather just do this here. Um, but anyway, let's keep going a little bit. Like I said, they make a plan as of right now. Don't mind the country music, folks. All I'm saying is come Saturday, why not drive up to East St. Louis, find this factory and take a look around. Now, I got a metal detector at home, right? This buddy of mine and I used to go prospecting with it. We bring some tools, we check out the floor. If there ain't nothing there, it ain't a loss. And if there is, like I said, why not? Because it's crazy, Don. You can't just walk in a factory and start ripping up their floor. Hey, I ought to call East St. Louis information. There ain't no listening for Oracle Brothers Company. They're out of business. Don, the deal is the guy robbed a church, even if the stuff was still there. 
I mean, we couldn't just take it for ourselves. Why not? The statute of limitations on burglary is what? 10, 15 years max. Well, I mean, they probably already collected on the insurance anyhow. You bet your ass they did. It's a million dollars in gold, Vince. It could be just laying there waiting for us. This could be the greatest thing that we ever did. So you can kind of tell old Vince is talking himself into going and doing this. Now, again, you got two country boys here from Arkansas uh, who are going to drive on down to St. Louis and go into this building and see what they can find. If they find anything, they're not even sure they will. But they may. You never know. Hell, you know, weirder things have happened, right, folks? But so here they go. They're on their way. They're driving. As they're driving, they're just, you know, all like most people do. They're just telling each other their woes and what's going on um, in their lives. And, uh, of course, the only thing on Don's mind is the IRS. So here we go. And that was my daughter screaming. But here we go. What I said about keeping quiet if we score so the IRS don't find out, that goes double for Vicky. I don't want her getting her hands on my share, not one thin dime. Okay, so all he's worried about is that the IRS doesn't get a penny of his money. Okay. I don't know how they would even change this gold in um, at all. I, I don't know what they would even do to get this going. I, I, don't, I don't know. I believe what would happen is it would go to a museum and the government would end up taking hold of it. Isn't that what, like when people go out and find treasure and in like the, the, the ocean, isn't that part of the problem is they can't ever keep it. The government like takes a piece of it, something like that. I don't know. I, I know there's, you, you can't just take it and keep it and store it in your home and bring it to the pawn shop or anything. You That's illegal. You're going to get in some trouble if you do that. So anyway, we keep going. They start driving, and they do end up at the lot where they're ready to go. Um, they're there. They're waiting. And uh, let's go ahead and play a little clip. I guess that figures we're about a mile off the highway and close to two miles outside of town. Well, that means if we find it, we don't have to cut anybody else in. Let's see. Now, old Eugene's map got it between these two others so i'd make it that building right there with the fire escape fifth floor right yeah i'd be where those arch windows are ain't gonna leave it parked out here though somebody comes along the vandal's gonna have a field day with this thing let's pull around back see if we can park it out of sight okay so they do they pull around back um Finally, they end up pulling around back. They do park out of sight. And this uh, old Don, like I said, you're dealing with a couple of country boys here. Old Don pulls out his gun. God damn. You always drive around packing? Like the man says, don't leave home without it. Especially when you go to East St. Louis. All right, so they start going. They start walking towards this building. I'm sorry, y'all are going to hear fireworks, and my daughter does not like the noise, so she's screaming. Um, my neighbors are doing fireworks. We'll do some fireworks later. Obviously, happy July 4th to everybody. It is uh, coming up, so, you know, two more days. Everybody should have Monday off. I do. So, uh, all right, 
let's keep going here. So what they're doing is they're trying to find the best way to get in here. Um, and they're in basically a burned building. So that's what they're in. And, you know, he's talking, they're all both talking about, you know, always dreamed about doing this as a kid, you know, going into a building, finding a body or, you know, Jesse James gun or something like that. Well, as usual, not disappointed. Uh, They do go in and as they're going up the stairs, here we go. Really wild. All these stairways and passages. (laughs) No wonder all Eugene had to draw himself a map. You hear that? We think it is. Shh. What they're hearing is a creaking. You might not be able to hear it over the video, but they're hearing a creaking. And here we go. Behind this door. So they do find a body there. They find a body of a, uh, looks to be a homeless person. They don't really show you the person, but uh, that's what was creaking. The wind from the uh, window being open is what was making him still swing. He was hanging there. So they don't know what happened. The only thing they do mention is that his uh, shoes were on the wrong feet. That does get mentioned, and that does get mentioned later in the movie also. So, all right, so we keep going from there, and obviously they're in the building, and already you got Bill Paxton already kind of getting a little bit, a little nervous. So, let's go ahead and uh, keep going from here. How long do you think that guy's been hanging there? A couple of months, maybe. Maybe a little more. Suicide, I figure. Suicide? How do you know it wasn't murder? Oh, nobody murders somebody by hanging them. Yeah, but people who kill themselves like to be found. They usually leave notes or something. I mean, what if it was murder? You've been watching too much television, Vince. You're going to sound like Geraldo. Hey, all I'm saying is... Geraldo. Holy redneck. You'd be starting start, start, start to sound like Geraldo. Oh, boy. I don't know if they're from Arkansas. That's why it's more of Texas. Right there. But, uh... All right. Let's play a little bit more of this. I think we ought to report it, that's all. Look, I didn't come all the way up here to worry about some old stiff who's probably been dead for months. Now, you want to report it? Fine. But let's report it on the way home, all right? I mean, the guy ain't going anywhere. Okay. All right, so you see Vince already kind of getting a little shaky. Kind of like, I'm not liking this at all. And he probably should be. But, um... They keep going. They finally get into the building. They finally get into where they were supposed to be, the the uh, the the room. And they think they got it. They're like, oh, man, this is it. This has got to be it. So they break out the metal detector. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> the metal detector. And they're sweeping the floor. They don't really find too much, but they're looking and looking. What they mainly find is pipe. Um, matter of fact, here we go. We can go ahead and start, play the first little clip of this little scene. Here we go. There it is, Vince. I told you. I did not tell you he's going to be here. Stand back. Go on. Go on. Hit that thing. <laughs> Come on, Vince. <laughs> I knew he was going to find it. 
shit. Just some pipe in an old junction box. You know, we're probably going to find lots of this kind of stuff. I mean, this could take longer than we thought. So, yeah, they just found a pipe and an old junction. Now, the old boxes used to be made out of good, sturdy metal, so... Nowadays, they're made from aluminum. They might not even pick up on a metal detector like that. But back in those days, they were all made from steel, and you could definitely pick up on them. Um, so they're going through, and they're taking everywhere that they find. Now, what we see is a little... I love this car. My buddy had one of these. My friend Jeff had one of these. A little Suzuki Samurai. I don't know if you remember them. They looked like a... Oh, they looked like a toaster oven. Um, <laughs> they look like a fucking to a little toaster oven. Suzuki Samurais basically were a Jeep, a little more boxy. Um, think of a think of a smaller, cheaper Range Rover, I guess, maybe something like that. But they were pretty cool. This one was pretty cool. It had nice rims, all kinds of stuff. But uh, this is where we see. Uh, here we go. We actually need to move that. And this is where we meet uh, Goose and Lucky. All right. So let's get into this real quick. We've got Goose and Lucky. Now, Lucky is uh, played by Devro White. Um, that name may sound familiar to some of you. May not. He was in Blues Brothers. He was in Die Hard. If you ever saw Die Hard, Argyle. He was Argyle. We all knew who Argyle was. Really only has 33 credits to his name. Not too much. The last thing he did is a short movie called Die Hard is Back where he played Argyle. Um, really didn't have that huge of a career. Honestly, the best thing he ever played was Argyle back in 1988. So um, He was also in the head of the class TV series, though which I remember he was Aristotle McKenzie. I do remember that TV show. I was a fan of that TV show. So I remember him a little bit from that. But let's face it, we all know him from Die Hard as Argyle, which one of the two characters from Die Hard that should have got much more time in that movie. Ellis is the second, that annoying cocaine prick. Ellis should have had more time. Matter of fact, they could have made a whole fucking spinoff if they didn't kill Ellis, as far as I'm concerned. But anyway... Um, we <laughs> sorry about that, folks. I got on a little tangent there. Uh, then we get Goose, played by John Tolls Bay, who another name that may sound familiar. Dude, where's my car? Waterworld, K Pax, Cadence, great movie with Charlie Sheen. If you never saw that, he's done some CSI, um, a few more things. He's obviously been in two episodes of NYPD Blue, actually. Uh, in one episode, he was innocent. The other, he was a a homeless person. The other episode, he was not innocent. He was uh, no, not innocent at all. But um, also, was in the movie Hoodlum back in the day, and pretty much that's really. I mean, besides this movie, there's not a lot really I can get into that I've seen or you've probably seen. But uh, has done a few things. Definitely been known for a few things around town. And um, there we go. So there's where we see those two right there. I said I was going to introduce you to characters as we got to them. So let's get to them. Who's wheels, man? I don't know. I'm going to drive all around this place. And I better not see any more cars other than wickets, right? Hey, why are you going off on me, Goose, man? I don't know whose car that is, all right? Give me a break. All right, Lucky. 
Don't let this be no okie doke. Okay, so what we don't know yet is that Lucky's kind of been held hostage by these guys. We don't know that yet, but we do find out. These guys are still in there tearing up the floor, just going fucking nuts on the floor. Poor floor. Uh, you know, they're just, again, going through everything, trying to find something, whatever they can find. More pipe, more pipe, more pipe is all they find. Now, at one point, they've, you know, uh, Vince is going through and he finds a loose board. He pulls up the board. There's a coffee can. In the coffee can, he finds money. Well, as he's looking at the money, he gets jumped. And the gentleman who jumps him is Art Evans. Now, Art Evans is another guy known for a few things. If you ever saw Die Hard 2, he was Barnes. He actually played one of the, uh, he was airport security and was that part there. 120 credits. I really can't get into everything this guy has ever done, but has been acting for an incredibly long time. Lots of things back in the uh, 80s, the 90s. Um, I mean, he was in Christine, the movie. Uh, great. I like that movie. I know a lot of people don't, but I mean, he goes all the way back to the 70s with his acting. Um, even the movie Death Wish, as far back as there, but uh, has been in many, 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 many movies. Like I said, 120 credits to his name. He was in CB4, which has been reviewed on this show by me and Anthony. Matter of fact, right after Trespass, he was in CB4 next. So he was in that movie. He was Tucker, or I'm sorry, Albert Sr., but uh, been in a lot. Great White Hype. He was the minister. That's another movie that we, we uh, me and Anthony talked about. L.A. Heat. You just keep going. He's been in so many things. He's one of those guys that shows up and you're like, I recognize him. And you still might even recognize him. Um, still, still around, thank God. So Art Evans, though, is the man that's about to attack him or is attacking him as I play this clip. Let's do this. God damn, get him off me! What the hell are you doing jumping him like that? I'm pissed on him. I thought he was the crackhead trying to steal my money. Who are you? Talk! Come on, now. I didn't take that money from nobody. It's my money. It's all the money I got. What are you doing here? I live here. What you think, you dumbass? I've been hiding in the back ever since you come. What's your name? Bradley. Well, guess what, Mr. Bradley? You're trespassing here. You full of shit. Don't nobody own these old buildings. Yeah, and I got a good mind to take you down and bust you. Oh, man, give me a break. You ain't gonna bust me for nothing. I ought to run your ass in for breaking in and messing with my stuff. Yeah, I ain't gonna give you a break. I'm gonna take you down. All right, so there you go. He does take him down. Oh, my God. It's crazy around here. Um, but there you go. He does take him down. He tells him, I'm not gonna fucking do anything except blow your damn head off if you don't sit down. They sit him down. They tie him up. And... Um, Again, there's all kinds of stuff still going on that we don't know about. Now, as I've told you before, you're going to see this movie get crazier and crazier and crazier as we keep going through it. So, we've already seen. We know one thing going on there in the building looking for a treasure. Second thing going on. We know something's going on with uh, with Lucky and Goose. We know something's going on there. That's a little, another little piece to the, to the, to the little you know, piece of the puzzle right there. Then we got Bradley now. 
Now they're worried about Bradley. Bradley can really give them away if anything goes wrong. Obviously, they're in a lot of trouble. They don't even know where the fuck they are. So here we go. We've got um, we've got these guys. All they want to right now, all they're worried about is getting this guy calmed down and tied up and not to bust them. They get him tied up. All right. We agree. We found somebody here, and they do get him tied up, and they're trying to quiet him down. So. Again, Vince is still not convinced this is a good idea, obviously. So here we go. One more clip. I thought we agreed if we found somebody here, we cut him in on it. Well, I say you ain't entitled to jack shit. Now, you want to cut him into your share, you go right ahead. Share what? What you great boys cooking up? Keep your mouth shut, old man. You listen to me, Vince. I got mortgage payments on a house that I just got kicked out of, plus my own rent money, which they just jacked up on me, plus fucking taxes that get higher every fucking year, just so that guys like him can keep eating without doing any work. Now, if that loot is here, buddy, I want it, and I'm not going to share it with some old bum. All right. He hands him the gun like I ain't doing this. You want to do anything about it? You take care of this. He even says, I don't like this at all. And no one's going to hurt you. I'm not going to let anyone, me or him. So there you go. And he's, Bradley's just like, well, why did y'all come in here anyway? Um, and they don't say anything at all. They don't tell him why. I'm kind of confused. They should have. But anyway, after they're talking to him, they do hear some footsteps. And once again, we know there's something going on with Lucky and Goose. And here we go. Don, somebody's coming. Unless you shut him up. How am I supposed to do that? Oh, shit. He's a tied-up old man. How hard can it be? Bust him in the face if he gets out of line. Untie me and I'll bust you in your fucking face. Son, I'm not going to duke out some crazy old man. <laughs> like, you understand the fucking situation all. here? I understand the situation fine. I got two white motherfuckers breaking up. And you, I won't go through on that crap. So at this point, they gag him, shut him up. Put some electric tape around his mouth because, you know, all firemen carry electric tape. Pretty much every every country boy carries electric tape and duct tape everywhere they go. Now, I, I don't know if y'all know that. There's a little little piece of redneck advice for y'all. D- duct tape and electric tape can fix almost anything. So now, they're watching this whole thing. And once again, you've got uh, Vince. Man, this is all not going well. Matter of fact, here, let's just go ahead and play it. Vince is still not convinced. Vince, not convinced. You know what? Shut me up. Come on, Don. This whole deal's going south. Let's get the hell out of here. I'm not leaving here without that gold. So you stay here. I'm going to take a look around. All right. So I got to tell y'all, truthfully, if I was in there and all this shit was going down, I would have left. I would have come back another time. I'm like, you know what? We can do this some other time. I think we can do this again another time. I'm fine right now. Anyway, you get uh, Don. He starts going upstairs, following the footsteps, because he wants to find out what's going on. And uh, you get uh, Vince stays in the room once again. He's trying to find a way. If anyone else in the is in the building, number one, and he's trying to find another goddamn way out of the building. But... Bradley ain't telling him shit. He muffles fuck you to him. Mm-hmm. Fuck you. So 
Exactly like that. Mm-hmm. So there you go. So, all right. Now, we're up on the roof at this point, okay? And we're with Lucky and Goose. And uh, here we go. Let's see if Lucky is a lucky goose. <laughs> oh, I'm dad joking the hell out of y'all tonight. Here we go. Be here any minute. Wiki don't break his word. You better be here. I'm gonna kick your crippled ass all the way back down those stairs. Hey man, why don't you relax, Goose? I'm just trying to set things up. Oh, let's. He does call him a cripple right there, which I know isn't politically correct anymore, but I'm quoting a movie. Um, he does have a big brace on his leg, uh, his uh, right leg, like something that happened to it. They never tell you exactly what happened to his leg, but um, here we go. Right there. It's funny you picked up here. This is where King James keeps his stash at. What you? All right, so we're about to hear um, another character come in, and that's going to be Wicked, who is played by Stoney Jackson. I don't know. Most of y'all have probably heard of Stoney Jackson, actually. He's been in a, a few movies. He was in The Fan. He was uh, Zamora in the movie The Fan. Doesn't have a ton of credits, but he's been in an episode of Modern Family. Everybody hates Chris. Um, the Hughleys. Been in a lot of... He, he's pretty much done most... And Of course, he was in CB4. He was actually Wacky D. Uh, who was in CB4. Are you guys seeing a tie into a lot of these movies yet? Are you noticing a little bit going on here? <laughs> A lot of these guys have been in the same movies together. He was also in 227, the TV series. I've spoke about that t- that show before. He was in 23 episodes. Um, he was also on uh, Santa Barbara, which uh, it was a soap opera. Uh, 30 episodes of that. So he's been in a lot of things, just not the most noticeable of actors in the world. But uh, definitely done a few things. Matter of fact, he's, um, is he, oh, we still got some things going on. He was just in Sangre Negra, Black Blood. Uh, He was in that TV series. I don't, he was, uh, Cimarron was his name. Did four episodes of that. But um, I haven't really seen him around. I do remember, I'm looking at his picture from 227. I completely remember him right now. Completely remember this episode, which is. Pretty fucking scary. But uh, that is going to be the gentleman named Wicked, who uh, we are about to hear right now. And uh, right after, uh, again, we just got Lucky saying that uh, this is where King James, who is Ice-T, King James keeps his stash. And here is Lucky fucking around. Talking about? It's right over there in the air vent. Don't be bullshitting me. I ain't bushing you, man. I'll go get it for yo, you. Yo, 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 what's up? You think I'm stupid or something, Lucky? You think I'm gonna let you walk over there, put your hand in there, and pull a piece out on me? Yo, Wicked, keep your snake ass where I can see you, all right? <laughs> <laughs> Goose puts his hand in there and ends up getting a rat trap to his hand. Folks, if you've never had one of those old school rat traps hit your hand, 
usually it happens when you're setting them. You don't mean to do it. You don't purposely do it unless you're a goddamn crazy deathmatch wrestler. Um, you're setting it. It goes off and it, these rat, now the mouse traps hurt enough. The rat traps are about three of the mouse traps, about tri- triple the size. Holy hell, do they hurt? Like break fingers hurt. It's not a good feeling at all when it happens. So, uh, all right, we're going to keep going with this clip. I just wanted to explain to you why old Goose was over here screaming. Wicked. Don't you be getting out of hand now. Lucky's just got a real nasty sense of humor. Yo, Goose, I think you need to leave my little brother. Okay, so these guys, we get three more now. We get the now, again, shit is getting more real now. We've got uh, Ice-T comes down as King James. We've got Savon played by Ice Cube. And we even get Tiny Zeus Lister in this uh, movie as Cletus. And... Um, you know, it, this, I be, I'm pretty sure this was the first movie Ice-T and Ice-Q were in together. Um, I don't think I really need to tell anyone who Ice-T and Ice-Q are. Ice-Q, obviously, from NWA, we talked about him when we reviewed that movie. And many more. The guy has done so many more movies and albums, but... Uh, I would say lately he's more known for his movies and his uh, his acting and writing the movies. Ice-T, I would say at this point, probably more known at this point by this generation as that guy on SVU that's been on there for over 20 fucking years, if you can believe that. Yes, I said he made a song called Cop Killer and has made a living for the last 20 years playing a cop. You gotta love him. You've gotta love the guy for that. Um, but uh, no need to even talk about them. And Tiny Zeus Lister. We, everyone knows who he is. Uh, movie after movie, this guy has done. Um, even been in an episode of NYPD Blue. But uh, unfortunately, in December of 2020, uh, we did lose uh, Tiny Zeus Lister. But uh, just think of so many movies he's been in. And, you know, TV shows, movies, so many of them from, you know, Jackie Brown to even, you know, the Friday, Debo, Fifth Element really played, he played the president in the Fifth Element. So just so many movies he's been in, but those are the three of the crew we meet. And again, they just like jump down from the rafters like they're a fucking SWAT team and bam, here we go. Long, come here. Right. Yeah, cool. All right, so you get him walking over. And now they start getting into some business with him. Here we go. Turns out the other night you wasn't alone. Remember what happened the other night, Goose? One of my boys got killed. KJ's right. Video never lies, Goose. I was at a whole time taping your punk ass. I don't know. 
Now, we did just hear another voice. Uh, video. I believe that might even be his name in this is video. It is. It is T.E. Russell uh, plays video in this. Now, T.E. Russell is another guy we've definitely, um, definitely heard from. Toy Soldiers Tribe. This movie, Gladiator. Um, if you ever saw Gladiator, he played Spitz. Now, that, I'm not talking about Gladiator, the movie with uh, Russell Crowe. I'm talking about the one with Cuba Gooding Jr., the fighting movie. Very, very good fucking movie. If you've never seen it, it is worth checking out. But um, take a look for that. Matter of fact, I believe it's on Tubi right It is on Tubi right now. So if you want to check that out, Toy Soldier is also on Tubi, which he was in. Um, but it, Gladiator is also on Tubi right now and wanted to check out. Uh, and a couple more things he's been in. He was even on the Jeff Foxworthy show. Uh, guess what? He was in NYPD Blue. Uh, so there you go on that. But he's just been in a ton of things. Not a ton, 37 movies, but credits to his name, but enough. So why don't we go ahead and play a little more of that clip? Give me a second here. What you talking about? Ain't that amazing? Now the nigga don't know nothing. Yo, what's up? Yo, Marvin, I can't talk right now. Yo, we gonna handle that business, but not right now. I'm right in the middle of something, all right? Call me back, man. You later. What the hell's going on up there? Where's Don? All right, so we know there's a lot going on up there, but he doesn't know anything going on up there. So we uh, go a little further into this, and I'm um, going to keep playing a little more. I'm, I'm sorry about that abrupt clip play, folks. My wife was asking me something. Um, so, all right, let's play a little bit more of this now, and I'm back to focus. Y'all making a big mistake. And once again, I want to point out, like, during this scene right here, you're literally getting the viewfinder, which would be the camcorder, black and white, looking like you're doing it off of the handheld cam. It's really cool, and that's obviously what video is there for, is to video stuff. So, anyway, here we go. I don't know nothing about nobody getting off. I don't think so, bitch. You the one made the mistake, motherfucker. Hey, KJ, you got to slow this shit down. This situation does have an explanation. Now, who you been working for, man? Who you sold this out to, punk? Why are you sweating me, man, huh? You can kiss my black ass. Now, get on your little phone and run tell that. All right, we're about to get more right here. bird flying towards him he walks out now right now we have bill paxton who walks out walked out and started peeking up on the roof um and here we go yo cletus i'll show this man your shoes zeus picks up his shoes there's razor blades on the bottom of them be real fucked up if you had to use them on you stomp a mud hole in that ugly ass face of yours Goose goes after cameraman, gets punched twice, falls, 
hits the railing, goes down from the roof to the bottom of the floor. Now, Bill Paxton sees him, looks straight up, and connects eyes with Ice-T. So they see him, he sees them, and like I said, let's just add another layer on the shit getting fucked up in this movie. Now they are witness to a fucking murder. So, like I said, if shit wasn't already fucking nuts, it's fucking nuts now. So, let's just, uh, let me back up just another second or two here, and here we go. Hey, motherfucker, what the fuck you doing? I said, what you doing? Nothing. Cool, it works. Watch out, man, watch out. You uh, thought I, 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 what? Uh, well, I, I, saw, I, saw, I saw your friend fall. That nigga wasn't my friend. Who are you, man? What you doing here? Huh? What the fuck you looking at me for? The man asked you a question. What the hell are you doing here? Nothing. I'm just here. I'm not looking for trouble. Is that right? You fucking with us, white boy? No, man. Like I said, I'm not looking for trouble. Bullshit. Now, I'm going to ask you one more time. What in the fuck are you doing here? He's spying, man. I'm not spying. Look, I don't want to get in the middle of no big gang hassle. Gang? You think you're some punk-ass gang? I'm a businessman. These are my associates. Whatever you say, man, no problem. Okay, just to let y'all know what's happening here. Right now, after he said that, uh, William Sadler, once again, Don, jumps down, grabs Lucky. Okay, he's got Lucky from the back. He went. He jumped down like a SWAT guy. A lot of people jumping down like SWAT guys in this movie. Um, I wonder if they were... Tra- anyway... Uh, he gets down, he grabs Lucky, and tells him to back the fuck off. And they start dragging him into the apartment. Right, here we go. Oh, all of you! Get out of here! I'll blow his fucking head off! Come on, Don, come on! Go, go! You clear out of here, I'll kill him! I swear I will! You fuck with me, he's a dead man! Okay, they didn't shoot. That was actually Vince shooting a very, (laughs) very large gun. (coughs) Looked like it might have been a 50 caliber Desert Eagle, but don't know when they came out, to be honest with you. So I'm not sure if that's what that is. But all right. So basically what happens now is they've got lucky. So now, holy shit. On top of everything else already happening in this movie, um, they now have... After witnessing a murder, like I said, this movie's like a, a a little snowball to start with. By the end of this movie, it's the size of a fucking house. Um, now, to, on top of everything they just added, they kidnapped. So now they have a hostage situation to deal with on top of everything else going on. And you know what? We're not even close to fucking done. More shit is about to happen in this movie that just gets piled on. Now, the weird thing is, a lot of it doesn't get settled throughout this movie. It just gets more fucked up throughout this movie. So, um, but this situation is really getting fucked up. So, all right, so let's go ahead, go a little bit here. And uh, they do start shooting back and Ice-T is like, stop, stop, stop. They've got lucky. Can you not fucking shoot? They stop shooting and here we go. 
Oh, Jesus Christ! We gotta get out. The fire escape, the window, go! Yo, Savon, go downstairs and make sure nobody's trying to get out the window. All right. Just calm down, man. No more shoot. What? Come on! What's up? You got a weapon. Huh? You got nothing, man. You got a weapon. You got nothing. Fuck with me, man. I ain't got shit. Yeah, what's this? All right, so what they uh, they start going through Lucky's stuff. What they find out is that Lucky is a dope fiend. Um, now, at one point, though, Bill Paxton's trying to get out, and uh, Ice Cube takes a shot at him. <laughs> Doesn't surprise anyone, right? Ah, Ice Cube takes a shot at him. So Ice Cube throws a shot at him, and he goes back in. And uh, like I said, they're looking through Lucky's stuff, and that's what they find. Um, now, why these two boy, country boys didn't have... These guys all had cell phones. I don't know why they didn't have cell phones. Not quite sure. But all them, these guys, do have cell phones. So, all right. So, at this point, Ice-T is telling him, listen, King James is saying, stop, do not shoot anymore. I'm trying to, you know, save Lucky. So, they stop shooting. Now, we keep going. Bill Paxton... Freaking out. Vince, once again, he's freaking out. I don't want to be here. We got to stop this. We got to get out of this. I don't blame the guy. I'd be fucking thinking the exact same goddamn way. But um, I don't know. Like I said, that'd be me. But uh, here we go. And uh, Ice-T's kind of trying to creep up on him here. And here we go. Shit. Back off, all of you. You come any closer, he's a dead man. Come on, get back. Get back. Yeah. Marvin, goddammit, this ain't the time. Nigga, I got some problems right now. Yeah, we gonna handle business on that package, but I gotta get back with you. All right, so Ice-T's taking other phone calls during this. Um, you know, like, you know, you gotta keep work going. You know, work doesn't stop just because you're in a situation. You still have a job to do. Obviously, folks. Obviously, we have a job to do still. Um, so first thing he wants to find out, is Lucky okay? So that's the first thing we're going to find out right now. Now, how do we know Lucky's okay? Hey, man, I'm cool. But this motherfucker's crazy. Don't worry about it, man. We're going to get you out of there. Take his fanny pack down on the floor. See if he's got a gun. All right. This actually is where they find out that he's got uh, drugs, either looks like either probably heroin, I believe is what it was. Um, I don't know. There was a needle. I'm not touching anything with a needle. I've had too much of my family uh, die from drug overdoses of heroin. So I'm not even, I would never, that's one thing I would, anything with a needle, get the fuck away from me. Um, anyway, uh, let's just keep going a little bit here as we're rolling. Now we go through and again, they're going to get him tied up too. They got a tie. So now they got two people tied up in a room. Not that they are, don't have one guy, but see, no one knows they have the homeless guy in there. No one knows about Bradley yet. Um, right at this point, they go down. They need to get rid of the first body. They need to get rid of goose. Don't forget about goose. Goose always dies. Doesn't he? He dies in this. He dies in Top Gun. 
folks, if you're an actor and they tell you to play a character named Goose, change the name. Ask for a name change. Don't turn the part down, but I think you might want to ask for a name change. Goose is not a lucky name, obviously. So, <laughs> so don't ever play a character named Goose. You're dead. <laughs> All right. So uh, here we go. Um, they go down, and uh, here we go. Let's just start at this clip right here. I'm going to roll it. Go down there, you save my phone. Call up Luther Moon and Davis. And tell them to get their ass over here right now. You got it. Yo, also call up Raymond. Tell him I need some of that goddamn heavy artillery he's got. Raymond? Sure you want him in on this? Yeah, goddammit, don't give me no motherfucking shit! All right. So there we go. He's getting more people coming down. And he's got a lot more people coming down. He's got, uh, let's see, it was uh, Luther... And Raymond, let's just start out with Raymond. Raymond, we actually meet last. Uh, he plays kind of a, I would say, another drug dealer in this movie. But Raymond's been in a lot of things. Risky business. He was in Jurassic Park 3. He was in Basic Instinct. But he's been in a lot more than that. He was in just in Prison Break. He was in The Unit, uh, which is the TV show from 2006 that I've actually seen. Uh, now, I know what y'all are thinking. All these NYPD Blue references. Um, there's another one, or tie-ins. He played Leonard Peeler. He was actually in three episodes of NYPD Blue. Uh, later seasons, probably, uh, I was in 2004, so the season 11 is what that was. Um, but it, he goes back to a lot more than that. If you just kind of go through some of the older 90s movies once again, um, and even before the 90s, he was in Hot Shots, uh, which was a comedy. Quantum Leap, he was in an episode of. Cop Rock, he was in that show. He was a lawyer. Um, 21 Jump Street, the original TV series. Another guy who was in an episode of 227. The Color of Money, he was in, if you ever saw that movie, with Tom Cruise. Um, been in a lot of things, and that's Raymond. So we meet him as uh, Bruce A. Young. Uh, then we get Luther. Now, Luther, um, if you've ever seen the movie South Central, he played Bobby. That's a, definitely a, a one that uh, I love. I actually, really, that's a great movie right there. Um, 169 credits, still acting as of today. Has a ton of stuff in pre-production, post-production, filming. Stuff coming out in 2023, 2020, this year. But has been in just so goddamn many things back to, he was in seven episodes of the TV show Suits, but if we go back, I mean, I'm let me just go back a little bit here to, to the 90s. Uh, he was the Jaguar owner in Speed. Matter of fact, I just watched Speed the other day too. He was Sherman in The Substitute. He was the teacher that actually ended up getting killed. Speed 2, he was also in. He played a, this, almost the same character. Um, and he was in uh, Heist. He was in that movie. Guy has done just another uh, another guy who has just done so many movies and TV shows that it's almost uncountable. Um, I mean, Dead Zone, Go For Broke, Saw. He was in the second Saw. So many things this guy has been in. But even TV shows, he was in 15 episodes of ER... Sons of Anarchy, uh, he was even in that. He was Sherrick Victramel. And he's just been in a lot of things. 
a lot of things, this guy, Glenn Plummer. Uh, we also, let's see, Raymond Luther. We were also meeting Moon. Moon was uh, Brian Mi- Byron Mins, excuse me. Uh, known for Black Dynamite. Those You remember those movies? Those were some old, old, old films. But uh, it's also an Undisputed with uh, Wesley Snipes and Ving Rhames. I actually saw that. It was not a bad movie right there. Um, again, still doing some things as of today. And uh, it was in the Mongo Wrestling Alliance. What is the Mongo Wrestling Alliance from 2011? The hell is that? Oh, it was a, it was a cartoon. All right. It was a cartoon. That's not bad. So I guess he was the voice in some cartoons. Um, that's what it looks like he's been doing is some voices um, was in the practice. He was also in South Central. He was the other guy who played Ray Ray uh, and also born on the 4th of July. Um, that was a, He was the character Platoon. Hasn't done a ton of stuff, but definitely a notable actor. Uh, only 31 credits, but definitely a notable actor. And who else was he getting? I forgot. Davis, Savan. I think I've gone through everybody. But anyway, we'll get through it as we go through. But uh, here we go. We're going to go ahead and get into a little more of this movie. And here we go with another clip. It was lucky, huh? I'm talking to you. Huh? I'm telling you shit. Five. I made you see out there. Five. Tie his arm to that door. There's gonna be more in there. My big brother James down here. Fool, he's a king around here. Let me spread the word. Your big brother, huh? That's right. Let me tell you, white boy, something. You don't let me go, he's gonna fry your motherfucking asses. I thought you weren't talking. Hey, James! We got your kid brother tied spread eagle against this door here. That means anybody shoots at the door, they're gonna kill him. Anybody tries to break it down, they're gonna rip his arms out of their sockets. You got that? I hear you. Just don't do anything stupid in there. All right. So we hear what they did. They tied him to the door. So literally anyone shoots at the door. Lucky's going down. They try to break the door open. They tied him. They're going to rip his arms or legs off. It's not going to be pretty sight. Basically, they've got themselves barricaded now in this building, which you may think it's a good idea. It's not always a good idea to barricade yourself. (laughs) And we'll find that out a little bit later. Um, but once again, we got we got Zeus running down here. He's running to go get some guns from the car and stuff. And uh, they go down. And um, once again, they see a way out of there. All right, so they see a catwalk. And uh, they go through. They try to get through the catwalk. Zeus puts a bullet through the... <laughs> puts a bullet through the door. They the, the board, they're not getting through there. So they know that right now. So they try to get through and they're like, no, fuck that plan. That ain't going to work. And it doesn't work. So after that, they're back up. And uh, finally, they're like, all right, we got to figure out another plan here. They don't really have a plan, obviously. 
But uh, King James is still calling for them, and here we go. Yo, man, listen, man. We don't want no trouble. We just want my brother back, man. Just let him out. Man, why don't you come out here? We can discuss this. You just bring the cops. We'll discuss it with them. They're drug dealers. They just threw a guy off the roof. They ain't going to call the cops. Yo, man, all that ain't necessary, man. All we want is my brother back, man. All we want is Lucky, man. Find me a rag. You heard him. As long as you got me, you're gonna be on your asses like glue. They already got the place surrounded, my brother's gonna be here with more artillery and soldiers. Yeah, as long as we got you, they ain't gonna be shooting us, are they? I ain't scared of shit. You know why? Because I've been through three drive-bys and I ain't never been hit. Well, let's just go around me. That's why they call me Lucky. Lucky, motherfucker. Look, all they want is a kid. Now they know we got a gun. Maybe we just let him go, they'll back off. Damn it, Vince. They want us dead. We're witnesses. As long as he's alive, we got a chance. If we let him go, they're going to kill us for sure. All right. So we've got the motivated guy in Don, and we still have the scared guy in Vince. Um, I think Vince is the smart one in this situation. As we're going through the movie, you'll probably might agree with me. I don't know. Um, but as we're going here, we start and we get a, another car pulling up. And uh, it's the guys that we were going to meet. And uh, they all come up and they're sitting there. And All right, so let's go ahead and go through this. One more clip. There we go. Hey, yo, KJ, man, what's up? Three white motherfuckers. They got my kid brother in there. Three? I didn't see what two. Lucky said there was three. You get Raymond? Yeah, man, he'll be here. White Okay, on that. Now, Lucky never had a chance to tell him. He said there were three guys in there. He never had a chance to tell him that the other guy was the homeless guy. So they still don't know about a homeless guy. They think it's three white guys that are in there holding Lucky hostage. So let's keep going. I just wanted to explain that. Motherfuckers, down here? Who are they, the man? Hell no, they just asked me for cops. Now, if they want cops, they can't be cops. <laughs> <laughs> They're trying to find any way out of this place that they can find. Any way they can get the hell out of here, they're trying to get the hell out of there. I don't fucking blame them. I'd be doing the same thing. So they're trying to get out, doing everything they can. And um, they almost find a way, but they don't. Um, they think they found a way, but as they're going, they see Raymond pull up. And uh, actually, you know what? We can go ahead and play Raymond pulling up. Raymond's a bad motherfucker. Pulls up, flips the hat in his hand, puts it on. Got a nice blue, like teal blue suit on. I actually like the teal. Got a black shirt on, teal tie. I like it. I like it. Here we go. Wicked. It's Raymond. What do you want me to box, man? What do you think's going on? Nothing good. <laughs> I think I finally figured out how you boys are going to get a chance to get out of here. <laughs> Body bags. <laughs> and Bradley can't help but fuck with them. Uh, and he might be right. Here we go. Now, once again, this is another part that's being filmed on the uh, Handycam. Uh, and once again, you're going to notice that more as as this movie gets more intense, as more shit happens, it gets more on the on the camcorder. So play a little more of this clip. Um, 
I guess they're looking at guns. You guys can't really see what the guns are. They've got a, he's got some big guns. He's got basically military guns. He's got uh, uh, M14s. I see an M16 there. I see a uh, some sort of uh, sniper rifle. He's got some heavy artillery there. And um, no reason to really, like I said, you, uh, yeah, yeah, what the hell? You guys can hear him talking shit. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Nah, this shit here. Takes out a rat's ass at 300 yards. Shit, I take that. I was a sharpshooter in the army. You sure you're a sharpshooter? You don't look like no sharpshooter. I ain't shitting. I was the best in my company. Oh, he's back, motherfucker. This is mine. Go ahead, boy. Go, Wicked Devin, man. Oh, man, I don't need no big-ass gun. That's up my suit. This right here, do me just fine. Oh, no. No, no, no. All right, all right, Mr. Leader, man. So what's your plan? Come on over here. Oh, Wicked. Them country motherfuckers is crying about the police, right? They want cops? Give them cops. (laughs) Yeah. Hello, Officer Friendly. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so they're going to get Wicked and dress him up as a cop. They're going to put this whole scene out there, and uh, it's pretty clever. I, I really got to be honest. It's really clever what they do. It probably would have fooled a lot of people. Um, but as we go upstairs, Don and Vince are hitting the wall trying to figure out how in the hell they're going to get out of there. And... Uh, Vince is like, listen, we're just going to, eventually the cops are going to show up with all this shooting. And they don't, and Bradley's telling them, the cops ain't coming. I don't know what you're thinking. They're not coming. Uh, Even Don is telling them, Vince, cops ain't coming. We're on our own, buddy. There's nothing we can do at this point. So they're still all just looking at this point. uh, Kind of closing in on the room. Now Zeus is one floor above them and they can hear him walking again. He plays Cletus. He's got the razor blades on the bottom of his shoes. Um, and basically what they decide to do is try to find him with that. But here we go. Let's just a uh, little clip here where we're at. What up, man? Shit, we ready. Let's just do it. They're getting close. Shit's got me pissed off, man. This is stupid. Got everything going good, and two stupid-ass honkies come up in here and fuck up everything over some dumb nigga named Goose that nobody gives a fuck about dead or alive. Only thing keeping them alive is my brother. Savar said that's a bunch of bullshit. Says you and Lucky ain't even got the same pops. It's my brother, man. I've been taking care of him ever since he was born and I was 15. All right, so we find out a little piece there that they're not really brothers. But uh, I don't think you got to be blood to be family. I think the way I work. So who cares? Been taking care of him since he was born. He was 15 years old. Fucking family, man. That's, the way, that's just the way it is. There ain't nothing wrong with what, he, uh, what he's doing here. So uh, trying to save his brother. And uh, so now they're going to get this plan to try to come to fruition. So what they do is uh, they blow up a car. First thing they do is they blow up a car. Like the cops were coming in shooting at people. Uh, they, you know, and next thing you know, you hear uh, Raymond pulls out a siren. Uh, basically, it's a uh, mega horn. And here you go. Stop! This is 
So Wicked, dressed as the cop, jumps on Luther. Um, again, he's supposed to be the criminal. And Vince is buying right into it. Vince is buying into it. Even Bradley tells him it's a fucking trick. Fuck up! Hey, Take it easy, man. Gotta make this shit look real, nigga. Uh. You got to go, boy. Oh, there's a cop out there! Hey, don't! It was a trick. They just got a shot taken at him. Once again, you can see this movie just intensifies and intensifies and intensifies. You get one little problem, it goes to another, to another, to another, and they just keep getting deeper and deeper and deeper in this situation. Maybe that's why this movie is so good because I love dramas. I love, you know, move, I love shit blowing up. I love all this stuff going on. But I really love this movie. And I just like that every time they fucking think they're getting a little bit ahead, either something happens, they get knocked back, it doesn't work. Any plan they come up with is foiled right away. So let's go ahead a little more into the movie. Uh, not too much further, but a little bit further after all this happened. And we're still kind of getting a little more of the, the gunfight going on here. And um, once again, they finally realize this is a goddamn trick. And uh, here we go. Come here, you two idiots. Come over here. Bring your ass in right now. Move, move. Oh, and Bradley had to uh, knock himself on the floor to save his, save his ass. Get me off this damn floor! Come on! Get me up over here! Get me up over here! Hurry up, doctor! What the fuck are you trying to do? Get me killed? I thought he was a cop! You stupid would You fall for that shit! He was wearing a uniform! You're just a stupid, dumbass redneck! Shut your goddamn mouth, you black son of a bitch! Black son of a bitch! Fuck you! Kiss my black ass! God damn! Hey! 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 Alright, so looks like my internet went out. I'm going to go ahead and take a quick break till my internet comes back um be right back in just a second everybody so bear with me till the internet gets back all right thanks folks hold on all right folks sorry about that once again the internet went out for a minute um I apologize. Nothing I can do about that. But uh, I'm not sure how much everybody heard. So I'm going to go back to the clip. Once again, Bradley was on the floor due to the shooting that just happened. And uh, there we go. So let's go ahead and start back there. Because again, I'm not sure how much anyone heard. And if I'm if you did hear this, I apologize. But let's just start here so I know everyone is on the same Page. So give me just a second. Let me go back and uh, here we go. Clear, you two idiots. Come over here. Bring your ass in right now. Move, move. Get over here. Give me up this damn floor. Come on. Get me up over here. Get me moving up here. Hurry up, doctor. What the fuck you trying to do? Get me killed? I thought he was a cop. 
You stupid pecker, would you fall for that shit? He was wearing a uniform. You're just a stupid, dumbass redneck. Shut your goddamn mouth, you black son of a bitch. Black son of a bitch, fuck you, kiss my black ass. God damn it! Hey, hey, hey! Man, shut up, I'm gonna shut him up! Man, what the fuck was that bullshit going on over there? I told you not to shoot till you got a clean shot. You got Davis killed. Oh, fuck that. It wasn't my fault. It was that motherfucking Luther. It was both you dumb motherfuckers. Okay, we fucked up, but you fucked up too. Ain't none of your shit worked all day. The point is, what you gonna do now? I'm gonna go up under them say don't dig no tunnel. You need to go get rid of Davis's body. Ain't the garbage, man. Motherfucker, Moon, go get rid of Bullshit, that ain't my motherfucking job. Nah, Moon, go do it. At least I know the shit'll get done right. Now you, you keep this trigger-happy shit up, you gonna get all of us killed. I don't know how. I ain't the leader. All right, so one thing you can tell right there is that Savon, Ice Cube, is having a little problem, and they're kind of clashing a little bit, Ice-T and Ice Cube. I mean, I guess when both of y'all have names of Ices, it's just going to happen. You know I mean? They, you can't have too much ice in a room. Um, although Ice Cube and Ice-T, I mean, you, you got to have Ice Cubes for Ice-T, so they go together. All right, anyway, let's just keep going with the movie. This is what happens when you're ADHD and your brain flies everywhere. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, folks. All right, we ain't got much more of this left, to be honest with you. Um, but all right, let's keep rolling with this. So anyway, we keep going here, and uh, they're, once again, they're doing anything they can to get out of this. Now, they see a, a little catwalk across there that they might be able to jump on and get the hell out of Dodge. So they try it. Well, it's not fucking going to... They're, they're going to give it a shot, but they don't know. But at this point, they also are trying to find, once again, the metal cleats. Remember what I said? They're looking for them, and they can't find them. Eventually, though... They find a huge something up those stairs. And uh, there they go. So um, they're fine. They, the thing starts going off like crazy is basically what happens. And they start digging. The metal detector starts going off like crazy on the roof. Oh, the ceiling. Excuse me, not the roof. The ceiling of the apartment they're in. And they're like, holy shit, there must be something fucking up there. So they get Bradley's chair. They move him, they tie him standing. And they start going, and god damn it, they find it. They fucking find it. They find the gold. So here we go. Let's listen to him find the gold. Holy shit. There's more, bitch. Lord have mercy. I've been sleeping under all this, all these nights. I don't believe it. This is it, Vance. This is it. There's a treasure trove up here. It's all here, and Just like the newspapers say. Damn right. Our ship's coming, buddy. We're rich. Now you figure we're just starting to make some sense. Now I can see why you was down at this place. Well, I can't figure. It's in the ceiling. Why did they say it was in the floor? And we both heard him. The man's dying words is in the floor. It's a map of the ceiling, not the floor. Look, hold it up, it's right as rain. He drew it laying on his back. Oh, you genie dumb fuck, that ain't a way to draw a map. 
So he drew it lying on the floor. Um, but yeah, they've got it. They've got all these gold. Now, again, this gold was supposed to be taken from a, I don't know if I explained this. Uh, this gold was supposedly stolen from a church while it was on loan from Greece to be obviously shown in the church. Um, and it was stolen back in 1940. So, and poor, and Bradley is like, son of a bitch. I've been sleeping under this shit every fucking night. I could have been rich, but, uh, Obviously, he didn't know about it. No one knew about it, to be honest. But, uh, all right, so here we go. We go a little bit more into it. And um, let's just go ahead and roll the next clip, and I'll talk about it in a minute. Oh, man, just let me go, please. I'm sick. What do you mean you're sick? He's a junkie. He needs his dope. They get sick all the time. They don't get it fixed. Shaking, puking. Jeez, that's too bad. Fuck you. You just remembered that that gold is ours. Yeah, how do you figure? <laughs> this is our territory. You don't live down here. We do. Bullshit. I live here. All your kind never does is fuck everything up. I got a better claim to that gold than you. You? <laughs> That's a hot one. It's really fucked up, man. The only time you white boys ever come down here is when you want to rip us off. Hey, man, we didn't come here to rip you <laughs> off. We're just trying to get ahead like everybody else. Look, motherfucker. The gold let it go. Maybe I can talk my brother into keeping you boys alive. You mean that? All right, so they're thinking about taking this deal. I mean, look, you get the gold, we stay alive. Might not be the worst idea in the world to make this deal, but um, don't know exactly why they don't take it. But first of all, they don't think it's going to happen. Um, but uh, we go downstairs a little bit, and we got Ice Cube walking around, just taking a look at things. Now, he sees that catwalk out there, right? So what does he do? He takes out the catwalk completely because it could have been a way out for him. Would have been a hard jump for him to do. They would have had to actually not fall. But um, here we go. Didn't I tell you to kill that cowboy crap? Yo, man, I just shot the catwalk out there, man. I'm thinking we got to discourage him from getting across somehow. You need to stop thinking with your trigger finger and use your brain. You're going to get my brother killed. All right, man. Fuck it. All right. All right. So there we go right there. Catwalk is down. They once again another no way out. Now they have absolutely no way out. They are trapped in this building as far as they know at this point. Um every time they think they got a way out, they're just fucked. They get turned away everywhere. Um so at this point, we got everyone coming down. They're all just kind of checking with each other and uh here we go with that. You crazy? You know what's gonna happen? Motherfucking police gonna be around here. And these white motherfuckers friends. You think it's on now? It's really gonna be on there. King James. Like he king of the street or something. All right, so once again, you know these two are having a little bit of heat with each other. It's really starting to come to, come to fruition here. Ain't nobody king of the street. It's all about survival. It's all about getting your... 
They ain't about taking no chances, and it damn sure ain't about jeopardizing your whole motherfucking crew. Nah, man, I like Savon, man. I like him a lot, man. He's just a hothead. He thinks he knows it all. I used to be just like Savon, man, when I was coming up. Just like him. He just got to be philosophical about this shit, man. It's all crazy. As long as you know it's crazy, all right. As soon as you're trying to make logic out of this, you fucked up because it don't make no sense. See, the white man makes dope, right? Then he gives it to us. Then he wants to buy it from us, right? Then he puts us in jail when we sell it to him. Man, it don't make no fucking sense. Only thing a man's got is his family and his pride. That's all he's got. You know, that, uh... That ain't all bullshit, what he just said. Matter of fact, it's fucking spot on for most of it. Um, I've always said the fucking, that war on drugs has always been bullshit. It's the government selling the fucking drugs. So I don't know, but, uh, you know, it's all conspiracy theory, right? It's all just a conspiracy theory. No big deal. But, um, all right, we're rolling through this movie a little bit. And, uh, once again, they're just kind of looking at their gold. At least they have the gold at, you know, at minimum, they've at least got the gold. So. Here they go. They're just kind of talking things out a little bit. Let's roll. And I don't know what this stuff is anymore. God's gold. Our gold. Fool's gold. All we can do is take as many of them with us as we can. Hope for the best. Maybe we could try walking out of here using Lucky as a human shield. Not with just one gun. Be better off trying to nail one of them first. Get ourselves another weapon. What about trading the gold to him for our safety? kill us anyway i would if i was them truth is vince i don't see any way we're gonna get out of here quiet <sighs> fortunate golden it's just plain worthless <laughs> we might as well let bradley go all right so they're gonna let bradley go um we'll go ahead and play that in just a second here but obviously you see they're they're pretty they don't even give a shit they really just want to get out with their life at this point but uh, things are about to change with that. So here we go. Hey, Bradley. We got no reason to hold you here anymore. You're free to go. Hey, wait a minute. I got a proposition for you. That gold land over there is worth maybe a million dollars. Now, you can have it. You can have all of it. You take it all with you. You just promised me one thing. You're going to call the cops for us. It ain't no good. It ain't gonna do me no damn bit of good. How the hell am I supposed to get out of here? They gonna kill me as soon as I step one foot outside the door. Them niggas will kill anybody, including their own grandmas. Well, you haven't got much of a chance in here with us. Look, if I can figure out a way to get us out of here, do I get the gold? You know a way out of here. Do I get the gold? Hell yes! Wait a minute! Hey, him out! Wait a minute! You listen to me, old man. You know a way for us to get out of here. We split the gold three ways. We're all in this together. That's not what you said a minute ago. A minute ago, we was all dead. Now, you take it or leave it. I'll take it. The chimney. There's a chimney behind the wall. We can get out to the chimney. All right. So Bradley tells him there is a chimney. And he's right. There is a chimney. They'd have to pull it out, break through the wall. And uh, But it could be a way out. And it looks like it might be a way out for him. Uh, and again, you saw how quickly that changed. Immediately, it was, hey, at first, we just want our lives. And then, oh, you know how to get out of here? Oh, well, we'll split this shit three ways. See how quickly shit goes wrong? That's why they always say there's no honor, you know, no honor between criminals or whatever it is. Between thieves, but 
They do. They start digging that shit out of there. Now, as we're going through this, we've got uh, Raymond driving around. He finds their car, their truck, and he flattens the tires. Then he goes in and he rips out the CB. Well, I know CBs aren't really popular now, but back even in the early 90s, police still monitor those channels, and they still monitor the channels a little bit now, so... Uh, CBs can still be, could back then still be used to call police. Uh, you go to Channel 9 and hope someone's listening. I doubt they use them anymore. Everyone's got phones and all kinds of shit now, so I doubt it at this point. But uh, he does all that. He gets all their shit. He also finds a few things in their car that might lead him to think that they're, he finds all these things about the the treasure that was stolen uh, Raymond does in their glove box and he finds all this stuff in their car and they're looking, but now we go back and they're, they're looking at the chimney still like, holy shit, we might be able to get out of here. Uh, Raymond gets pulled over. So now there are cops. The situation is going to get more out of control. I'm going to play a little bit of this little police, uh, involvement with you, but, uh, the guys playing the police officers, um, there's two gentlemen. The main officer is uh, police officer Reese, and there's one that sits in the car known as police officer Foley. Police officer Reese is James Pickens Jr., most known for Grey's Anatomy. Uh, he was in Bullworth. He was in 42 as Mr. Brock. And... Uh, Station 19, he was Dr. Richard Weber, if you've ever seen that. Roseanne, he was in 21 episodes. He was Chuck Mitchell, X-Files. He was in 21 episodes as Alvin Kirsch. Um, uh, Private practice, uh, been in a ton of things, but obviously I would know him more than anything from NYPD Blue. He was in four episodes. Um of the show played uh, Lieutenant Abner in that show, uh, Lieutenant Joe Abner, uh, in three episodes and in one episode, early episode in the first year of the show, he actually played a different character, um, but uh, was definitely in the show for a decent amount of time, um, ended up taking his own life in the show, but uh, you know how it works. Um but uh, still doing stuff today. Not a lot, but looks like he's still doing a few things. Grey's Anatomy is still going, and I believe he may stay. He's been in 400 episodes of the goddamn show. I think he's still on that show. My my wife used to watch it, but doesn't anymore. And the other police officer is L. Warren Young. Greenleaf, Let's Be Cops, The Blind Side, uh, the new Footloose, not the uh, original Footloose, but he was also in the new Wonder Years TV series as Bray uh, in a couple episodes. Um, 90 credits to his name. Undercover Brother 2, which I didn't even know there was one until I saw it on Netflix. There you go. He was in that movie, but goes back. True Detectives, he was in Let's Be Cops. He was Jackson in that movie. Um, but definitely... Um, Another actor that you, I've seen him in a few things, but I've never really, I didn't even know his name, to be honest with you. I'm kind of glad I saw him in this movie and looked him up. So 
Those are the two cops you're about to hear. But the main cop you're about to hear is James Pickens Jr. plays Officer Reese. And here we go. Take your hands off the wheel, roll your window down. I do something wrong, officer? You mind telling me what you're doing around here, G? Look, tell you the truth, I was just looking for a place to take a leak. Mm-hmm. Step on out the car, horse. Man, something ain't right. Don't them fools know the police out there? I ain't saying nothing. How Luther doesn't take a shot at him? Want me to call him? No. Even he ain't that stupid. Well, you would think he ain't that stupid, but pretty much everybody has this police officer in their crosshairs, and he doesn't even know it. Uh, They do get another call and end up out of there. But remember, these guys are looking for real police, and finally the police show up, and nothing is happening. They're not screaming. They're not yelling. And everyone's wondering what the fuck is going on. Why are they not screaming and yelling? Well, as the uh, these guys are fighting, that's why. They are literally trying... Uh, Don, here, Don has a gun to his head, and they start fighting. Hey! Cops are gone. Don says, the cops are gone. There's nothing you can do about it. Now we're in more. So once again, let's add another layer to this bad situation these guys are in. And now the police officers that could have helped them are gone also. Holy fuck, it just keeps getting worse and worse. Now, we did say Raymond found all the stuff in their car. Let's go ahead and find out. Um, Raymond's back, and we're once again, we got that camcorder going. What the fuck does it look like, man? I found their car. Don't worry about it. It ain't going nowhere. Well, Arkansas? That means they came at least 200 miles. And these fools from out of town. What the fuck's up? I don't know. What they doing here, Raymond? Why they didn't call for those fucking pigs? Yeah, hey, I got no idea, man. The fuck am I paying you for then? Wait a minute, maybe they didn't see the cops. Hey, they saw the fucking cops. I ain't no doubt about that. Look, I can give a fuck what they doing here. I say we handle these motherfuckers right now. Yeah, and how we gonna do that? Simple. We burn them. Shit, nigga, if we go in there smoking them motherfuckers, some of us gonna get burned too. I'm talking about fire, motherfucker. I'm talking about burning this place to the ground. Ain't nobody gonna care because these places go up every day. Now that ain't bad, KJ. That ain't bad at all. Yeah, but what about Lucky, man? If you really lucky, he'll walk away from this. Not. I'm calling the truth. What for? I want to talk to him. Man, you want to talk? I want to burn him. Look, man, this give me five minutes. Man, that's bullshit. Your shit's been bullshit all day. You're fine. You're going to do what the hell I say, or you're going to be a dead man. All right, so we see shit is getting way out of control. Not only in the room with those guys that are trying to get their asses out of the fucking room, but uh, it's even getting a little crazy with these guys that are trying to kill those guys. Basically, shit is getting fucked up. Um, I, I mean, I can't even explain that scene any more than what just happened. Ice Cube wants to burn them, and 
Ice-T wants to go back and try one more time to get a little fucking truce. Let's see if we can work this out. Let's try to get Lucky out of there alive before we have to hope to God he walks out alive. Um, so there we are right there. Now we know where we're at. Both got guns to each other right now. Guns come down. Shit starts getting uh, a little bit more. Uh, you know what? Let's go ahead and add one more layer as Raymond starts talking to Savant. Hey, hey, listen up, man. You gotta keep cool. Touch me, motherfucker. You got me all wrong here, man. Now, from where I'm standing, you the only one around here making any sense. King James has lost it. I can't even deal with the motherfucker no more. Ain't that the fucking truth? Yeah, see, that's why I figure you the only one around here I can trust. You and me, we got the same interests. Interests? What interests? Interests in making sure them white motherfuckers don't walk out of here. Now, you want to know why they didn't signal the police? Because they found something. Something so valuable, they don't want nobody else in them. Is that right? Not the way I figured. You and me, we worked this thing out. We come out looking real nice. <laughs> Go. All right, so they find out there's some gold. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Obviously, <coughs> Raymond found that out when he went and found their car. Oh, excuse me, folks. I'm be all right. Anyway, uh, yep, Dirk's in the house. This is Ice T and Ice Cube. That's right. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, they they know there's gold now. So another layer on top of this. I mean, like I said, this movie just keeps intensifying and intensifying. Uh, look, we're only there's less than thirty minutes left to this movie, and they're still adding things. To this movie it's just an insane movie it just builds and builds and builds and never really slows down so there you go uh now once again we got uh, king james ice t wanting to call a truce and uh let's hear it hey you in there i need to talk to you guys hey you in there you gotta talk right now what do you want Need to talk about a truce, man. I want a truce. Bullshit! What about? About this situation. Now, you either gonna talk to me right now or fuck you. I'm finished playing with your ass. Let's hear him out. This damn trick. You can't trust these bastards. You listen to him. He's right. Look, man. Why don't you just open the slot in that door a crack so we can talk, motherfucker? Hey, maybe I can get a clear shot at him through the peep slot. Blow his fucking head off. He said he wants a truce. What the hell's it gonna hurt to talk to him? Because it's a trick, that's why. Listen to me, both of you. We're gonna talk to him, goddammit. Hear what's on his mind. Now, maybe he wants out of this whole situation just like we do. You don't know nothing about the gold. Sure as hell ain't gonna hurt to talk to him. Now, they're right about one thing. James does not know about the gold yet. He doesn't, because right now the only people that know about it are uh, Don, Vince, Raymond, and Savon, or, you know, all those guys are the only ones that know about that gold. So right now, King James doesn't know shit about that gold. Um, and, oh, I forgot about Bradley. Bradley knows about the gold, too. Almost forgot about him. So that's right now only ones that know about that gold. So... King James gonna try. You know, let's let, let's see if we can work this out. Let's see. Are you trying to think your brother's gonna get a bullet in the head? 
All right. I'm stepping out here in the open to let you know I ain't got no bad intentions, okay? Start talking, James. Look, we both got a problem, right? Hey, man, we didn't come here looking for trouble. This whole thing's just a big misunderstanding. Okay, misunderstanding. All I want to know is who the fuck are you? What the fuck are you doing here? Just visiting. Bullshit. What? All right, so this keeps going back and forth. I'm not going to play much more of this, honestly. Um, and he's just trying to find out what the fuck's going on. And I forgot Lucky knows about the gold, too. So we got all those. And at this point, we know that this isn't a trick. But someone is planning a trick, and we know it's not. It's Raymond and uh, uh, Savan, Ice Cube and the other guys so here we go let's hear a little bit of what they're trying to do they are trying to convince someone luther which is the shooter remember he was the uh the the, the sharp shooter in the army that one of the guys is getting out the building here we go yeah what's up luther raymond what's going on up there man everything fine look you let us go we let him go everybody just walks away we're not going to the cops i swear that right. Swear to God, man, you give me a Bible, we'll swear on it. Man, that's too easy. Why you didn't call for the cops when they were here? Hey, you heard the deal. Now you take it or leave it. Man, I want some straight fucking answers. Luther, man, one of them trying to get out the fire escape. Shoot him. Where? All right, so... Ice Cube was the one shooting right there. Savan was the one shooting. Again, they got a little plot going on. Only we know that right now. So there you go. They're shooting back and forth at each other. And uh, God damn it, they knew. They're like, fuck, we knew this was a goddamn trick. Um, matter of fact, here we go. One of those snowboarders tried to kick it out the fire escape. They fucking with you, KJ. Laughing behind your back trying to pull some shit on you. Luther said the dude got back in before he could nail his ass. Tell Moon to get his ass up here now. Tell Moon to get his ass up here. All right. So there we see, uh, we hear that uh, he, he's getting pissed now. See, what they, they did more. Now, these guys think it was a trick. These guys think that, that, that uh, uh, King James was fucking with them. And King James think that these guys were fucking with him. So everyone thinks they're getting tricked, and the only people that know what really happened is two guys, Raymond and Savant. That's it. The only people that know what's going on. So these guys are still trying to figure out what in the hell to do. Um, and all right, here we go. This is what's about to happen. I missed. Shit. Save our moon. We'll get some gas. Oh, shit. Finally, we're doing some shit right, like I've been telling you all day. All right, all right, all right. Check this out, Vaughn. This is what I want you to do. I want you to get some grease, some of that C4. I want you to hook up some of them specials the way I like it. We're going to blow this piece of shit up and burn it to the fucking ground. Yo, you know I know what time it is. Come on, man. Okay, check this out, Wiki. Yeah. I want you to talk to Cletus, then call Luther, make sure that dumb motherfucker knows what's going on. Word. Hey, video, you going to what? What's up, man? We need some help. No, I'm staying with KJ. Oh, man. All right, so they're going to get shit to blow this motherfucking building up. 
And uh, that's exactly what they're going to fucking do. And so they were do. So, all right, here we go. We're going to uh, get one more clip going here. I don't have many clips left, folks. We're actually uh, pretty close to the end of this movie. I know I might have gone a little clip crazy. I said I was excited to do this movie. It's what happens. Well, we have, we have the chimney. That kid's going to start yapping. And I ask, it's going to be crooked. Yeah. You got to shut him up. All right, so not only is Lucky a problem when they leave, but they think he's going to start talking. So they need to find a way to quiet him down. And they think they're, they, they, they think of knocking him out. They think of this. They think of that. Eventually, Vince finds his works and says, why don't we just dope his ass up? Look, he's got cocaine or heroin or whatever the hell his stuff is. What if we dope him up? I don't want nothing to do with no dope. Bradley, finish packing the gold. At least it's not murder, Don. So there you go. That's what they decide. They decide they're just going to give him his dope and let him sit there all fucked up. Um, I guess it's not a bad idea. So they're cooking it. You know, they he had to tell them how to cook it and all that shit. And he, they're cooking it and doing all the stuff. It's, like I said, it, I would guess it was heroin. I guess it could be cocaine. Um, I, I, I got no fucking clue. So... They go, and Don is about to give it to him. And Lucky immediately starts like, dude, you could fucking kill me. Uh, Don't do this. Here we go. No idea how lucky you are, mister. Come on, please, man. Let me do that. Come on, man. Let me do it by myself. You don't know what you're doing. Hey, man, you can hurt me if you do it wrong, you know? Come on, man. Listen. Just untie me. Look, I swear, you won't have no trouble. I don't care. Come on. Please, man. Come on. You might mess up one of my veins, man. Come on. All right. Please. All right. All right. So we hear Lucky there. Sorry about that, folks. I didn't know I was on mute again. Um, we hear Lucky there. Just one hand. Untie me. I know what I'm doing. You don't. Uh, Lucky gets his hand untied. Pretend pretends that he's looking for a vein to pop up and sticks it right in his neck and injects him. So, bam, right then and there. Don is fucking high as a kite. Um, Don's on the floor, and Bradley and Vince are down there like, what the fuck, holy shit. And uh, he's got this needle sticking out of his neck. Lucky gets out. Starts screaming for James. Bradley actually gets up and grabs him. Bradley's got a little Stockholm syndrome here. But he wants the gold is what he wants. We know that. Um, Lucky finally runs out of there. Don runs after him. They start fighting. Luther is down. Remember, Luther's a sharpshooter. So he says, they're fighting in the scuffle Luther takes a shot thinking he shot the Don. Nope, he doesn't. He hit Lucky. Guess Lucky wasn't so lucky. Um, And Luther's freaking the fuck out. He is not, doesn't even know what the fuck to do. But uh, in between there, let's play this little clip. 
hey, you need some of this shit in there. Make it like napalm. They're mixing the bomb. Just hurry up. The bomb, what's going on with that C4 over there? Shit's waterproof and fireproof. But it ain't gonna blow until I say something. Hold up a stick of the C4, man. I need a close-up. Shut up, bitch. Who this is? Bucky's dead. Sit in white, too, shot him. Get the fuck out. It can't be. You sure, man? He says no mistake, man. All right, now see, he blamed it on them. That's not even what Lucky said. That's not what Luther said. Luther actually, in the clip, I didn't play the clip. Luther said, it wasn't my fault. He moved. I shot him. Wasn't my fault. And he got the fuck out of there. Um, now, Ice-T's pissed. His little brother's dead. He's got nothing to lose anymore. Um, and even Ice-T just made my little guess he wasn't so lucky joke. But uh, now... They decide there's, I mean, they got nothing to lose at this point. So they start going up the chimney um, or they think about going up the chimney. Now, remember, Don is down there all fucked up. So Vince decides, listen, maybe I can rappel down and get out of here and get some fucking help. Uh, so he tries and he does. He actually gets out um, and these guys are. Mixing the fucking bombs still. Hey, we can go ahead and go back a little bit. Let's play this clip. Here we go. Right here. I forgot you couldn't tell what they're doing here. Um, literally, they're just mixing the bombs. They're making Molotov cocktails and just throwing them all around the building to uh, get the building to get on fire a little quicker. So... That's what they're doing right there. They're getting those going, and uh, they break video's camera. Damn it. So, anything. But you can tell this is all shot on real hand camera as they go through. Ice-T freaks out. He's busting into the apartment finally. Now, remember, the only one there is Bradley and Don. Don's fucked up. Um, Ice-T throws a Molotov cocktail or I'm sorry Wicked throws a Molotov cocktail at the door place is burning so now it has already started Bradley is tr thinking how the fuck am I going to get out of here and uh, they come in the room Bradley hides behind something they don't they still don't know Bradley's in there they still don't know so they go in and the building is burning. We got uh, Vince is on the ground. Vince gets out of there. He actually does get out of there. Uh, goes as far as he can go. Finds the car. But before that, we get Ice-T and uh, Don in a little confrontation. It's a little hard to hear because of the fire, but I'm going to play it anyway. <laughs> I'll take you with me. What's this all about, man? What the hell are you white boys doing up here anyway? Go. It's all about gold. Go, you crazy. So Ice T pulled the trigger. Vince pulled the trigger. They both shot each other. So 
They're both gone now. Both of them. Bradley grabs the gold. He still has the gold. Bradley's got the gold. Let Do not forget that Bradley, the homeless man, has the gold. And uh, he's going. And he hears a phone. It's King James' phone, obviously. And he's about to pick it up. Hello? No, King James can't come to the phone. Because he's dead, that's why. <laughs> that's a good reason he can't come to the phone, if you guys, if you ask me. All right, so he, Bradley does call 911, but he also hears that people are coming through. Grabs a gun, because remember, King James has a gun. Everybody's looking for King James. Savon is, everybody is. Uh, Zeus finds, Zeus comes in, he finds everybody. Uh, now, we get to a little point right here where uh, Bradley is confronted by uh, Moon and uh, here we go. Oh, He's a brother. I thought we were popping white boys, not brothers. I don't want no part of this. I'm sick of it, Moon. I say we shoot him. He can identify us. Look at him. Where's he going? He ain't gonna identify us. Sick of it. If you want to pop him, you go ahead and pop him. I'm out. So they leave. Nothing happens. Bradley's still alive. Tells him, get out of here. The whole place is going to go out, go up. You need to get the fuck out of here. Bradley reaches down. They still don't see the gold. Bradley reaches down and grabs his gold. Um, now, once again, another confrontation we get. Ice Cube, Savon, and Bradley. Bradley's just trying to get the fuck out of there. Now, remember... Savon knows about the gold. Who are you, old man? What you doing with my bag? I left that here. Put it down. This here's my personal stuff in here. This is all I got. Is that right? I think you got some gold in there. Put it down. I don't know nothing about no gold. Who would I be doing with some gold? Don't fuck with me, old man. Now, I know you got something in there. That gold's going with me. I'm gonna bust a cap in your ass. Put it down. You want it? You, you can take it. I don't want to die for no sack of goods. You got that right, old fool. All right, so the, the, the room starts coming down. Um, Bradley leaves. He runs. Ice, Ice Cube, Savon, picks up the gold, and he starts walking out. Well, once again, no honor amongst thieves, as we said before. And uh, as he's running out, remember the bomb's only got two minutes. Raymond walks up on him. And here we go. One more clip after this. Where you going, bud? I see you found the gold. Thought you supposed to have your ass in the basement. I know where I'm supposed to be. What the fuck you want to pimp me off for? You wouldn't have known shit about that gold if it hadn't been for me. I figured that entitles me to a little bit more than them percent, don't you? Hell no! Superfly this motherfucker!
So they shot each other too. So now Ice Cube is still alive, or Savon is still alive, but Bradley grabs the gold, gets the fuck out of there, and the building comes down, and now Savon is dead. Uh, ain't no way he was going to survive that. Bomb goes off in a minute. Um, I remember we had Vince go out and find the car. He sees nothing. He's not getting away um, in the vehicle anymore. Bradley finally gets out of the building. Okay, the building is burning. It is on fire. It is about to explode. Vince gets back and sees the building on fire, sees it explode. He knows his friend is dead. So after that, uh, he's sitting there. Now, he thinks the gold is gone. He doesn't even know anything. And here pops up Bradley. Hey! You better get out of here while you got a chance. Bradley, you okay? I was afraid you guys didn't get out. I went down the chimney and got out through the furnace. Now get out of here. Where's Don? He's dead. Blew up with the gold. I'm telling you, you better get out of here before the niggas catch you. What about you? They don't care about me, but they will kill you. Now move. Come with me, man. I can't keep up. Come on. Get out of here. Run. Don't worry about me. Come on. Move. Move. All right, so we get Vince running away there. After all that, Bradley picks up the gold, gives a nice little smile, and walks away. So Bradley ended up with all of that gold. Credits start to play, and that's it. That is the movie. Um, This is a really good movie, folks. Like I said, I was excited to do this one. Um, I had uh, forgot how good this movie was before I had watched it again. Like I said, I was, you know, I mean, Jesus Christ, what was I? Uh, Let's see here. 92 would have been, what, 16 years old? My God. 14, I think. Something like that. 14, 13. Anyway. 75, 85. No, I was 17 years old. 17. But uh, still, I do remember watching this movie in the in the theaters. Great movie. Um, I, uh, I again, I, I hadn't remembered it. hadn't watched the movie in a very long time. Uh, it was on Tubi a few weeks ago. It's not anymore. Um, I'm sorry for that. But really, a good movie, a great story. Like I said, you just get this movie where it just intensifies the whole way through. And, you know, most movies that intensify like that, there's going to be a point where they start solving these little problems. These problems never got solved. It just got intensified, 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 and eventually it just came to a literal boiling point where they just fucking blew up the building and all fucking died except one guy. Um, Well, a few people got away, but... Um, pretty much, you know, the only guy character we cared about was Bradley and Bradley got away with millions of dollars in gold. So, um, like, like I said, was excited to do this movie. Um, I think this is a great movie. I don't, if you haven't watched this from 1992, you definitely need to go and check it out. Um, I didn't mean for this to be such a long drawn out 
review, but for a movie like this, um, and Ice T and Ice Cube, this was pretty. This was the first movie they were ever in together, I believe, um, collaborating, and uh, it was just a great movie. So now usually I do a lot of trivia. Really, there's not a lot to go through here. If you do want to look at it, you're welcome to go to IMDb. The show's been long enough, so I am going to get out of here. Um, but I really do appreciate everybody listening to the show. Um, I hope everybody enjoyed this review of this movie. So, all right, let's go ahead and get this going here, get this done. And um, all right, folks, I'm going to go ahead and get out of here. Once again, just appreciate everybody. Hope you guys will uh, check this movie out if you've never seen it. And that is it. Do not forget to check out me and Smart back Wednesday night, Wrestling Outlet, right here, mixture.com slash wrestling outlet. And we will see you then. Later, folks. Oh,